But without further ado, we'll kick off with a look at this uh, program at Sportsbet Ballarat. Harry joins me. Harry, good morning. Good morning, Brendan. How have we gone sorting through uh, this program of racing at uh, at Ballarat, Harry? We've uh, got some uh, pretty small fields and a few of them. We certainly do. And I mean, races one and two, I didn't really have to sort anything. The scratchings did it for <laughs> me. Um, obviously, there's... Not a heap of meat on the bone throughout the card. I think I've found one or two at a bit of a backable price. But, um, you know, I think it's just going to be a matter of horses who get through it today will be the ones that win. And um, Blake Shin looks set for another massive day. He's $1.04 for the Jockey Challenge. Not a betting prospect, but he'll be riding a stack of winners here as he did yesterday. Before we get stuck into that, yesterday at Caulfield, uh, the might and power, we seen Animo get himself uh, wobbling around the tomb but then pull himself out of trouble and uh, and win. Uh, how's that race change your thoughts heading towards a Cox Plate, if any change at all? Uh, I still think he's the one to beat, but uh, I was worried when he was rounding the turn. I thought that he was, uh, he was gone, but I thought the fact, well, that... He sort of went around the turn and wobbled around the turn and then still put them away. I don't necessarily see how they could turn the tables in a Cox plate. Um, and, I mean, I'm talking through my pocket. I've got a, an all-in futures bet there as well. So hopefully he can get the job done. It was a great race anyway, um, the race of the day, obviously. But Animo, super impressive, all things considered. And the Guineas, uh, Golden Mile, just continued the march for uh, for the Blue Army and uh, and James McDonald. But uh, there were some some handy enough runs behind, uh, and maybe also Penko, as we touched on this morning, might be one to follow heading to Sydney. Yeah, I'd think so. That was uh, a massive uh, massive run there. I thought Elliptical was a massive run too, depending where where he heads. But also Penko, I think, is probably the one to follow out of it um, back up in Sydney. Just obviously not going to get any sort of price about that horse like we were yesterday. Let's get stuck into this Ballarat program. Get your pens ready for scratchings here in race number one. It's a maiden over the 1,000 metres. We're left with a field of four scratchings from the first event. Runners one, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and 13. Four of them left. Zutara is the favourite here. Uh, on debut at $1.15 with tab fixed odds. Uh, Centrefold Star 550 at 2R16. Cero Girl at $26. Are we playing market order here, Harry? Yeah, we are. Um, and look, I touched on Blake Shin having a day out yesterday. I think that continues here. Probably not as exciting uh, as Caulfield. But the Corson's debutante, Zutara, 80k Magic Millions purchase at the yearling sales. Had two jump outs leading into this. Won both nicely under minimal effort. Uh, he now only faces three rivals with all of those scratchings. I think he's the clear horse to beat. Um, but... As we touched on at the start, I think races one's one and two in particular are sort of uh, just just watch jobs to see what sort of margin these shorties can put on the rest of them. Centerfold Star uh, looks a lock for second. She resumed as favourite at Narracourt, led and faded, pulled up with a slow recovery. So there were excuses there. There was also a suggestion she got her tongue over the bit, hence the tongue tie going on again. So I think that horse is the improver. Um, Atahu. Debuted in the Gold Rush last prep, so that's a handy enough race. Didn't beat a runner home, been given time. A recent jump out was sound, but it was on the synthetic, so it has to be a query on a genuine heavy 10 track. Uh, and then Siari Girl has beaten home one runner in two starts with a combined beaten margin of 30 lengths. 
do what you will with that information, but I thought, we've got time, why not mention it? 11-3-12-2. 11-3-12-2, carbon copy here. I think Zutara... She probably doesn't. He probably doesn't even have to handle it to be able to win this. Uh, his Flemington jump outs were good. Uh, Blake Shin will uh, will bag another one and beat Sanderfold. Star wasn't great. Fresh had slow recovery, and uh, as Harry touched on, the tongue tie goes on uh, too hard. The the recent jump out was okay on the synthetic, but has to bring this to to really heavy ground. And then at number two, Cerro Star will go round and uh, and collect the fourth money. Uh, Eleven three twelve and two in. In race number one, race number two on the program. This is for the three-year-olds over 1,200 metres. Scratchings here, one, two, four, five, seven, eight, ten, eleven, thirteen, and fourteen. If you scan your way through, Harry, you'll find that there's four horses left. Zagora for uh, Blake Shin and James Cummings, a dollar fifteen. Oscar Bravo, ten. Nevada Star, ten. Magic Opal at thirteen dollars down from seventeen. Yeah, well, um, market order again. Zagora got to the line well first up on the... Oh, sorry, I should say last start on the synthetic. Was eye-catching. The sectional data backs up the effort. Fourth fastest last closing split of the meeting. He's fitter. Again, just needs to get through the wet ground to be winning. Um, I don't know. I probably should have calculated the Blake Shin rides today just to see what sort of price we could have got because it realistically looks like another... Easy watch for the favourite here. Nevada Star was poor on debut at Warwickville. Didn't beat a runner home. She can only improve on that effort and might just get a second placing against her name in a field like this. Oscar Bravo, uh, the debutante for Wendy Kelly, has been jumping out averagely. Strikes a good race to debut in. Magic Opal coming off a 50-day freshen up. Failed to beat a runner home in two career runs to date, both of which were on the synthetic. Looks a lock for a fourth placing check. Six, twelve, three, nine. Six, twelve, three, and nine. I'm going to go with uh, six. Uh, Zagora as well. Average debut on a heavy track, but then the work at Packetham on the synthetic was good late. Uh, three in for second. Oscar Bravo's jumped out okay. Uh, and then uh, 12 Nevada Star, because it's got less credentials than uh, the Magic Opal. Nevada Star failed to beat one in at Warwick Nabil, but Magic Opal's been to the races twice and hasn't beat one home yet. So 6-3, 12 and 9 in uh, race number 2 on the card. Race number 3. This race uh, is over the 1,200 metres, uh, a bit more of a field to deal with here. Scratchings are 1, 7 and 12. Blake Shin goes on to 2, T.O. Nugent on 4. Frenchman's Bay is the $3 tab fixed odds uh, favourite. Rykem Lad at $4.20. Drifter $4.80. Right about now $9.50. Halginski 10, the psychologist 10, Heavenly Spirit at $12 chance, Harry. Well, at least there's a few more to choose from. I want to keep the Ballarat Blake Shin party going for an early treble. He's on the debutante drifter. The horse is a five-year-old. I've liked his recent jump outs leading in. Notably, both have been on heavy going and he got through the ground. So I have no concerns about that here. He led throughout his most recent heat. So I think the horse will go forward. And on a day where it's hard to find things, we can back. I think last time I checked, we were getting about $4.60. So it comes up at a backable price, informed jockey on, and the horse will get through the wet ground. Race favourite, Frenchman's Bay. I thought ran on well into second on debut uh, on the synthetic here at Ballarat. She was a little slowly away. 
and didn't have any market expectation, but it was a good effort and had jumped out well prior to that run on a soft six surface. So we can assume the ground won't be an issue. If you're looking for one at a price, Jay Zeal for Michael Kent. I thought finished off quite well on debut over a thousand meters for a horse that really needs more ground. So big yes to the extra furlong uh, in trip. Double figures, T.O. Nugent on. Have a play. Rykham Lad only found one better in his past three runs. All over the trip, all in heavy going. I just have a little question mark on the depth of those races. But if any horse is deserving of a win, it's certainly Rykham Lad. But happy to go with the debutante here. Two, eleven, five, six. Two, eleven, five, and six from Harry on with the debutante as well in number two, Drifter. Look comfortable on the ground at Cranbourne, which is going to be important today through a heavy eight. A five-year-old by Parsia comes here for the uh, the first time. Blake Shin picks up the ride, replacing Craig Newitt. The uh, the Shin can party. The Shin party can roll on as Harry uh, touched on. Ry Lad goes in for second, as placed in uh, four runs in on heavy ground. But as Harry touched on, just not sure the depth of that uh, that maiden at Benalla last time out, but he does handle the ground. 11 Frenchman's Bay was okay uh, on the synthetic chase pretty well there, but does have to bring it to a very wet turf track and then right about now is placed in two Flemington jump outs, comes here for his second preparation 2, 6, 11 and uh, 9 in race number 3. Race number four on the program is a 1,400-metre maiden. Another host of scratchings here. Put the pin through runners 2, 3, 6, 7, 8, 9, 11, 12, 13 and 14. Put Dean Yendel on to four. Spylark is the favourite at $1.45. Celtic Glory, $3.30. Addo Hallen at $9.50. And Buddy Ripper, a $14 chance here, Harry. Yeah, market order. Um, Spylark was difficult to load in her Australian debut, got right back in the run, finished off well, sort of weaving a path between horses to run third. That's the right form for a race like this, and it was on a wet track. She's had two jump outs between runs, order of stewards because of the way she loaded. Uh, they were fine. Six-week let up. I just $1.45, do I want to entertain it? Probably not. Is it the right price? Yes. Celtic Glory is a long-time maiden who very likely needs more ground, but can still run second anyway. Her best efforts have all been on soft going. One run last prep on a heavy track, and the feedback was she didn't handle it, but here we are on a heavy 10. Uh, Anna Tolan comes via the Spylark race, has three lengths to make up on her. I don't think the tables can probably be turned. And then Buddy Ripper, uh, the Aaron Purcell debutante with Linda Meach aboard, Goes in for fourth. Short way home again for me. Ten five four and one. Ten five four and one from Harry. Ten five one and four for mine. Going to go with uh, number ten Spylark. Uh, former Kiwi, she ran fifth, beaten three lengths on a heavy track uh, at Otaki, then uh, came to Bendigo, found the line well after uh, getting a long way back, had a couple of jump outs since if she uh, she comes to the races ready today, she'll be winning at that short quote. Uh, five goes in for second, Celtic Glory uh, resumes, only heavy run was at Warnable over the uh, Carnival, over 1,700 metres uh, in a leader-dominated race um, back there in May, behind on Friday at five resumes. Didn't run too badly. Second up last preparation behind Wiz Tis when sent out favourite there on a
a good four at uh, at stall, but uh, she can get a chance to uh, to go close to breaking through today. Uh, Buddy Ripper looks a big lad off his jump outs that we've seen on heavy ground, and then for uh, Andaloan uh, can go in for uh, for fourth money uh, has had two runs on heavy down the track on both occasions. Ten five one and four race number four. Time for a break on Sunday Central. We'll come back and have a look at the uh, last uh, four races, the four legs of the quaddy with Harry White in just a moment. Welcome back to Sunday Central, continuing our look at the program of racing at Sportsbed Ballarat with Harry White. We're up to the uh, legs of the quaddy. Race number five on the program is a benchmark uh, 64, 2600 metres is the distance. Scratchings here, 1, 4, 6, 9, 12 and 13. Project Guttenberg, $3.10. Guido, three fifty. Egyptian, $1.00, Jekyll and Hyde, five fifty. And Balak at 6 and then a Peasel at $19. Harry, you'll be tipping. There's going to be some tired ponies at the back end of this one. Oh, yeah, I'd imagine so, especially uh, with Project Gutenberg likely rolling along out front and making it a, a genuine test. But on a day where it's hard to find value, I mean, obviously, at this point, you and I have already tipped half the card, so we're going all right. So I thought we'll have a crack at something. Jekyll and Hyde appeals. He was beaten 13 lengths last start. But it was in a benchmark 78 at the Valley. He's fourth up now. We'll eat up the rising distance. It's a small field, so he won't be a mile back. I know he's been kept on top of ground for most of his career, but there's been a few runs on soft and heavy going. He seems to get through it. I don't have concerns about the wet track. $5.50, Luke Nolan on. He appeals. Project Gutenberg uh, is the one they'll have to run down, as I touched on. Loves it wet, just bowls along out front. 38 days between runs. That's really my only sort of query. Guido coming off an impressive maiden win last start is a key hope, as is reflective in the market. One that I'm chucking in the quaddy at a massive price, Epizeal for Declan Maher, um, having his first start for that stable. Loves wet ground, will stay all day, likely to be prominent in the run park, just off Project Gutenberg. I thought could run a cheeky race with Dean Yendel aboard. I'm just wary of that runner. We'll go 2-3-7-5. Two, three, seven, and five. I'm going to go with seven. Guido here. I think he uh, he really likes wet ground. This son of Jack Aubrey. Uh, his last three on heavy have been good, and his last two at 2,400 metres have been uh, nice enough. He chased Mafiore uh, there at uh, at Geelong, but then uh, really got the the grasp of it all at Bendigo last time out. He was a runaway winner when ridden closer to the speed. I think that's the the key to him. If he can sit off Project Guttenberg, he's going to be the one to uh, run him down. Project Guttenberg in for second just kept running at Sandown on the heavy ground over 2400. Went to 26 the run prior and didn't quite see it out there in uh, in 64 grade. Uh, 10 Egyptian wonder. Uh, heavy track runs of late have been uh, solid and then uh, 2 Jekyll and Hyde goes in for uh, for fourth money. He was beaten five lengths in an Adelaide Cup behind Dash and Sweet Junior over two miles. It's going to feel like two miles the back end of 2600 here today. And, and gets onto the wet ground uh, next best for mine. But uh, Guido is the one I like here. 7, 3, 10 and 2 in the uh, fifth first leg of the quaddy. Race number uh, 6 on the card. This is a benchmark 64 over 1,200 metres. I think one of the better bets of the day come up in this race. Uh, scratchings are 5, 7, 10, 11 and 12. T.O. Nugent goes on to number 2. Voltan, $2.15. Stylish enough, 350 legend. 
Legend of Zorro with the big weight, six dollars. Uh, Kirith at uh, seven fifty. Raisin Brando nine dollars and fifty cents. Harry. Well, who's the who's the better bet of the day, Brendan? You dangled the carrot. I want to know. Volton. Yep, my best of the day too. There we go, Volton. I thought Volton ran well first up at Mornington, considering the ground he covered in the run. That was in a benchmark 70, and he was well in the market. One second up last prep on a heavy 10 surface. A few gear changes applied here. Certainly appears as though they found the right race to be winning, especially with the scratchings. I thought he was a good chance prior to that anyway. Still getting north of $2. I think that's a fair price. Not brave enough to stand him out in the quaddy today. Stylish enough. Uh, coming off a fresh in, won a jump out nicer between runs. I thought was the danger. Finished on par with now two-time subsequent winner, Mr. Me, last start, which obviously reads quite well. Legend of Zorro, hoping I would have seen a little bit more at the jump outs. And is zero from four first up, but best efforts could be potentially good enough. And then uh, Kiru, fitter second up, looks a query on the heavy guy. I was happy to risk. I'm in your corner here, Brennan, with Volton. I think it's the best of the day. Two, four, one, eight. Yep, I think he'll be winning today, Volton. Both wins, both wins have been on wet ground. He was really impressive back in June, winning at uh, at Mowie, romped in by eight lengths, backed it up there at Mornington on a heavy 10. Went to Caulfield after that, not a lot went his way that day. He was beaten five lengths by Cardinal Gem. Went to Mornington first up in a 70, covered plenty of ground. I think he comes to an easier race here and can be winning and winning comfortably. Uh, stylish enough, goes in for second, uh, is a winner this preparation. One first up at Donald on a side. Off seven heavy runs, uh, heavy tracks are no problem. He was placed over the carnival at the bull on a heavy 10. And uh, then we go out to uh, number three, Southern Native. Has had two runs on the heavy, placed in three or four fresh up. Hasn't been seen uh, since the run in January. No jump outs or trials, but does handle the ground well enough. And then one, Legend of Zorro, placed in both heavy runs. He's yet to register on uh, on his first up stats, but you would think class will take him a uh, a long way and he might be heading towards that Melbourne Cup country uh, challenge again. He ran sixth in it at Flemington last year, so a kickoff for him today. 2431 in race number six on the card. Race number seven, this is a Phillies and Mares over the uh, 1400 metres of benchmark 70. Two, three, four, six, eight, nine, ten, and 13 come out here. Tavik Stodd's favourite is number 12, Port Trey at $2.15. Volpe Rosora at $3.10. Start and last four eighty. Reputable at nine fifty. Our August Rose sixteen. Abelady a thirty-four dollar chance. Yeah, oh, he's popping his head up again. It's Blake Shin. Petray. Um had her first crack at fourteen hundred metres last start in listed company. She led them, was headed a furlong out, ultimately beaten three lengths. Some might say disappointing. I say pass mark in for the calibre of race that it was. Fit a third up. Should derive good benefit from having that run over the uh, the 1,400 metres and should be prominent in the run and the race has fallen away with scratching. So deserving of favouritism, in my opinion. Start and last hasn't won for a long time, 443 days to be precise, but I genuinely think she's a danger. Prefers wet ground, that box is ticked, and there's no stress about her running out 1,400 metres. Volpe Resorsa uh, won two races in as many runs this prep, and you know what they say, winning form's good form in the quaddy. Outside of them, uh, Reputa Bell with Taylor Childs on claiming two kilos. Fittest second up, might still be wanting more ground. Horse to keep an eye on for later on in the preparation. 12, 11, 5 and 1.
12, 11, 5 and 1. I'm just going to spec Reputable here today, number one. Firm ground uh, first up uh, in Australia, over 1,300 metres. Stays at 14 here. A winner at the trip, uh, a winner on heavy ground uh, in New Zealand. Uh, has taken on stakes grade. Has won uh, two listed races, one of which on soft ground. That one was over 1,600. She's a listed winner at 1,400 metres. I think she just might be a little bit more comfortable here, uh, second up on the wet ground and happy to take the punt at $9.50 and $3.30 to run top two to beat number five, uh, Volpe Riorsa. Is unbeaten this preparation. She was really good there at Warwick to be. Looks a big solid girl to get through the ground. 11, Stardom Lass has uh, placed in two of her four on the heavy ground. She just doesn't win out of turn. And then I'm putting Petray in for four. She raced up on the speed in the Jim Maloney and uh, and she gave out over uh, over 1,400. This is going to be a, a real tough test for her, I think, on this ground. Wouldn't be surprised if she won, but I'm just happy to take her on at the $2 and 15, 1, 5, 11 and 12 in the second last from Sportsbet Ballarat. Final event on the program is a 0 to 64 over 1600 metres. Scratchings here from the last to runners 1, 2, 6, 7, 8, 9, 11, 13, 14 and 15. Tab fixed odds favourite. Morning is broken, $2.15. The Talking Toff, $4. Uh, $4.80. Reggae Rock, Delta Tango, six fifty. Cyclone Tims, the outsider of the field at $8. I think the Talking Toff is the way to go. Fit in form, loves wet ground. I thought he was well-placed coming off a last start win. He won't have to get a mile back in a small field. Neil Farley has a good affiliation with him. There's just no real knocks. The rank outsider, according to the market, Cyclone Tim, who he beat home morning is broken fair and square at Hamilton mid-September. Has run okay since. Back end of the miles, a big query for him. Morning is broken. Was underwhelming last start. I know pulled up with a slow recovery. The market suggests she can bounce right back. I'm not doubting that. I just don't necessarily want to find out at the short quote. Reggae Rock, a mile specialist. Wet track positive. Looks next best. 5-3-12-4. Five, three, twelve, and four. I'm going three, twelve, five, and four. Going with Cyclone Tim. Harry did touch on back end of sixteen hundred is the concern. He's won five times. He's won six times in his career. Five of them have been on heavy ground. He just eats mud. This bloke, Cyclone Tim, he loves it. Uh, he beat the favourite over fifteen hundred and twelve at Hamilton uh, two starts ago. Uh, I think the the wetter the better for him, and he's one that I'm backing that'll be able to get through it and uh, and run a good race at eight dollars. Morning is broken, goes in for a second, was beaten by Cyclone Tim at Hamilton last time out. Uh, did cover a little bit of ground on that occasion, not far away on a heavy track behind Minyinga at Geelong when a better price, when a bigger price. They're uh, two starts back, so fitter again is the favourite. Five, the Talking Toff, loves wet ground, and then four, Reggae Rock uh, also has a good affinity on the the wet tracks and goes well at the mile, but just specking Cyclone Tim here at the price. Three, twelve, five, and Four in the final event, Harry, on a day where it's uh, going to be pretty straight shooting early. Best bet, if you can find a value bet, uh, and your quaddie, please, for Sportsbet Ballarat. Well, mate, my best, uh, race six, number two, Volton. think that horse is very well placed. Value, race five, number two, Jekyll and Hyde at around $5.50 will have to do. Quaddy, first leg, two, three, five, seven. Trim up the second leg, just numbers two and four. Third leg, 5-11-12. Last leg, 3-5-12. Play of the day will go to race three. 
will have an exacta. Two to win, five, six, and 11 to fight out second. And a little bit of a curveball for you, Brennan. I'm hopping across the border at Panola. Dan Bowman sending two runners there. They both can win. Ornamental Lady in race three. Kalili Ace into race four. That's a nice Panola double just to, you know, well, we can just have a bit more of a bet on our Sunday. <laughs> best of luck today, Harry. Thanks, Brennan. You too. Harry White there, my best, also Volton, race six, number two, value bet, race eight, number three, Cyclone Tim for the quaddie, first leg five, three and ten, second leg two and four, third leg one, five, eleven, twelve, bring it home three, twelve and four, if you're after a play of the day, Volton, race six, number two, all up uh, into uh, Cyclone Tim to run a place, race eight, number three, to run top two there. That's our look at the uh, form aspect of Sports. Sports bet Ballarat today.